Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer on this Thursday morning, September 9th. So glad to have you along. My name's Tom Short. and We're always here each day to get into the Word of God and pray because we feel that's really important. And today, actually as we've been talking about the benefits of God's Word in our life, it's what we want to refer to. I've used this illustration before, but I would like to use it again if I may. Have you ever seen any of those commercials? I, I've not seen them in a while, but they left quite an impact on me years ago about some starving kid in Africa. He's laying on the ground, his stomach's extended, and his everything else about him is terribly skinny. He's obviously malnourished to the point of death. And flies are flying around and walking on his face. And he doesn't have the strength to lift his arm and shoo the flies away. Boy, that image has stayed with me through the years. And that kid is obviously in deep, deep trouble, about to die. That's not normal. That's not how life was meant to be lived. And sometimes I think that we Christians, or even in our culture, Christians or Christians I meet, they're spiritually malnourished in a similar way. They don't seem to have the power, the strength to shoo the devil away, and he walks all over us. I see this every day on campus that I'm out there. By the way, yesterday back on the campus, was things were back to normal a bit. I was about to start, and to be honest, I almost said this isn't even going to be worth it. There, are hardly, hardly, there was hardly anyone on the campus, hardly anyone walking around, but we gave it a shot, and uh, over a little bit of time, a pretty good crowd grew, great discussion, great interaction, great opportunity to stand up and testify to the truth, and afterwards, there were a small handful, all men this time, all men today, yesterday, who really... Um, God worked in their life, made some major steps forward, perhaps even unto salvation or at least really in that direction. But for sure, a couple of very defeated Christian young men, I think, got a fresh start yesterday to get on track with really falling Christ. Let's hope so. But the number of Christian people, and of course non-Christians, who are like that kid who can't even shoo the fly away, and like I said, for sure on the campuses and in our culture, the non-Christian people who don't have the ability to resist evil, to resist temptation, to, to even give the, the least bit effort, and it's like, like the flies are walking all over that kid and the devil's walking all over us. The Bible says as believers, if we resist the devil, he will flee from us. He doesn't have ultimate power unless we allow him to because he has been defeated he has been defeated at the cross of jesus christ now as i look around america i see we're fairly well nourished i don't see a lot of kids like that kid in the you know i don't see a lot of skinny kids with extended stomachs who are about to die because we're not fed properly we're fed pretty well in this country but the spiritual malnourishment is concerning. Now, when I talk about spiritual malnourishment, how do you feed your soul? You know, the Bible in numerous places relates to Scripture as if it was food. And as, and as food is physical food, 
enables the body to be healthy and strong. Spiritual food enables the soul to be healthy and strong. And so I ask you today, and I say today, you need to feed your soul. And I've come to realize something. We in our country, in our culture, we have no problem feeding our soul. Part of our problem is we're feeding it with a bunch of junk food. So let's look at a couple of these scriptures real quick. And we'll talk about feeding our soul and feeding us with the good stuff. First one, of course, is Matthew 4, verse 4. Jesus was being tempted in the wilderness. And the devil said to him, "Turn, take these bread, take these stones and turn them into bread. And Jesus said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We learned a couple of things, important things from this verse. Number one, Jesus responded to temptation by quoting scripture. He didn't just say, no, I'm not going to do it. No, I resolved not to do it. Or, or He said, it is written. And Jesus himself resorted to scripture as the strength and as the way to resist the devil and to resist temptation. If he needed scripture, do not we? And then he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. I think here he was referring to, he was showing us that the words that come from God himself, they are what gives us life. They're what feeds the soul. There's where our strength comes from. And so we want to feed ourselves with the things that are the, the words of God. Second verse I think of, 1 Peter 2, 2. Like newborn babes, long for the pure milk of the word, that by it you may grow with respect to salvation. The, 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 in Matthew 4, 4, it's referred to as bread. Here it's referred to as like milk, what a child would, would be nourished with. Long for it, demand it, expect that pure milk of the word. This is, you need it. You don't grow without it. You re, you, a baby would die without nourishment. And you, you may be a Christian or you may know people who are Christians, but if you don't develop this habit of getting into the word and letting the word feed your soul, you just die. Yesterday I was talking to a young man. He's confident he said Christ, he's received Christ. He's confident Christ is in him. He's confident he knows us, but he says, I feel so lost and he is so defeated. Why? You need to be in the word of God. It's, it's, coming to Christ saves us for eternal life. It's through coming to Christ, we receive forgiveness and go to heaven. But if you want to walk in the way of God, if you want to, if you want to experience real salvation on earth, you've got to get strong. And that strength, like that newborn babe, you've got to long for that pure milk of the word or you'll never grow. And you may, you may receive Christ, but you won't feel or experience, you won't seem all that different. And then third, and this is an important verse, and many, many have heard of those first two, but haven't heard of this one. Job chapter 23 and verse 12, he says, I have not departed from the command of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. I like that verse. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. <clears throat> this was the Matthew 4, 4, my daily bread, or, or uh, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And this verse, Job 23, 12, 
were the two verses that led me as a, as a young man, about 18, 19 years old, to make a commitment, I'll read the Word of God every day. Now, why do I do that? I eat every day. I eat every day. I'll bet you do too, unless you choose not to. You fast. I, I don't know if I've ever had a day where I've just kind of said, hey, I'm busy. And by golly, I guess I forgot to eat today. It doesn't happen. We figure we, we eat every day. We get hungry. We realize the need for it. Our body tells us we need to eat, and so we do. Should you eat every day? Well, I think, you know, Jesus said in the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our daily bread. He didn't say give us this day our weekly bread. We'll eat once a week, and that will nourish us, our prayer to God. And God designed us, obviously, we know by experience, and we know by this prayer, give us this day our daily bread. Well, if we live by the word of God and not by bread alone, and if and if Job would say, I've treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food, it just struck me that I should read the Bible every day, whether I feel like it or not. And this is what led me to make a commitment. And I feel this is so vitally important. When I was a young man, that's many, many years ago, I made a commitment to be in the Word of God every day. I didn't say I'll feel like it. I'll try to do it. If, if, if I'm having a good day, I will. If I, if I feel happy that day, I will. No, I'll make a commitment. Now, I know a person once who once said, well, you know, boy, that's a good idea. And Tom, I'm going to commit to a, an hour a day. I don't suggest that because you're probably not going to keep it. But I've kept my commitment every day now, every day, probably for, what now, 45 years or so. Every day I've been in the Word of God. Sometimes it's not a lot. Sometimes it's, it's you know, uh, not even a full chapter, but I will have some scripture that I open my Bible, read it, and think about it and meditate on it. It's usually, it's usually a chapter or more, but sometimes it's not been much. Early on, there were times I went to bed and I said, oh, and I'd forgotten to read the word that day. And I said, oh Lord, I'm tired. Can I just read twice as much tomorrow? And it's kind of like the Lord said, well, is that what you promised? No, I promised every day. So I get up and I read the word. When you make a commitment, the Spirit of God will help hold you to it. If you have a good intention, you know, intentions aren't always fulfilled. But what I've discovered one of the keys to growth in life as a human being in anything is to make commitments and keep them. Overcome your feelings. Don't just, when you, people just do what they feel like, those are what we call children. Adults grow up and they learn to do what has to be done whether they feel like it or not. It's the same way spiritually. As we grow and mature, we say, mature, we say I'm going to do what's right. It's right to get in the Word of God. It's right to feed my soul, and I'll do it whether I feel like it or not. And so often, I mean countless times, I've not felt like getting into the Bible. I've not wanted to get in the Bible. And when I do, because I made a commitment, I am so glad I did. It can work the same way with you. Now, I said earlier we, that we need to feed our soul every day, just like we feed our bodies every day. But I've come to think we do feed our souls every day. Our problem is we're often feeding ourselves with junk food. We live, don't do we not, in the information age. We are inundated with information. News stories, internet stories, television stories, YouTubes, everything, Facebook, Twitter, 
Instagram, whatever it is, we are inundated with information. Some of it, let's be honest, it's just junk food. It may fill your mind or fill your soul, but it's not healthy stuff. And it's making you spiritually malnourished and sick. It's like all you eat is candy. You're not going to be healthy. And if all you consume is junk food, spiritual junk food, you're not going to be healthy. And so my friends, might I encourage us from today, every one of us, make a commitment every day. Since you, won't, you don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, that you'll get in the word of God every day. You'll feed your soul with some healthy food, some of the good stuff, the word of God stuff, the stuff that'll last forever, the truths, the wisdom that can truly make your soul strong, healthy, powerful. And you will cut back some on that junk food feed your soul. That's part of the part of being able to feed your soul with the good stuff is cutting out some of the bad stuff. Feed your soul with the good stuff. Be strong Christians. Amen. Father in heaven, we thank you today for the good, healthy food, soul food of the word of God. Indeed, this is what can make us strong. We live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Help us to be like Job, who learned how to value and treasure your word even more than his necessary food. And Lord, if it would come to it, that we would even say, I'd rather get into the word of God than have my breakfast or lunch or dinner. I'd rather get, I'm hungering for the word of God. I need my soul to be fed. I need my, my, my mind and my heart to get in tune with God. Feed me from your word. Oh, Lord, might we long for the pure milk of the word like a baby would long to be fed. Father, I, I, I can't get this image. I am often reminded of this image of this little kid who couldn't chew the flies away and he was dying. And it's so, I, I see it, Lord, in so many people in our culture, in our world, in our society. Non-Christians defeated by sin, defeated by bad habits, defeated by bitterness and anger. And, and, and they're just laying there dying, wanting, lacking the food that could give them strength to be righteous and good and holy and pure and loving people. And Father, often it's this way with believers. Often it's this way with believers. I just think even of people I met yesterday naming the name of Christ who are just completely defeated. And Father, I pray. I pray amongst your people in our country, in our culture, in the world, Lord, amongst your people. Help us with the myriad of distractions and the onslaught of other messages and information that comes at us nonstop to be disciplined, to make commitments. To, to take the time to feed our mind and our soul every single day with the Word of God. I pray for this, Father. Make us champions. Make us strong. And Lord, we know those great athletes we saw in the Olympics this summer, they ate right, they exercised, they put in the time it took to become a champion. 
Help us, Lord, to put the time it takes into your word to become true champions for you, we pray. And I ask this for each person on this live stream, and I pray, Lord, for more and more people as well, our family members, our church members, our leaders, to be truly fed with the word of God. We pray for it. This day, Lord, this very, very day, those of us who've been here today, strengthen us, help us to stand firm and strong, filled with the joy of the Lord, bearing fruit in all that we do. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, hey, thanks for joining me. If you're new for the first time here today, welcome. I do hope you subscribe, hit the notify button, and leave a comment. Tell me who you are and let me know where you're from. Even if you're watching later in the day, I do see the comments later, and so I always enjoy to know who's here and and, uh, introduce yourself to me. It's a nice community we have here. Those who come back day by day, God bless you. So glad to have you, and I do love you. I feel like I'm getting to know many of you right through these uh, through this live stream. So God bless you. You have a wonderful day. Stand firm in the Lord. Be blessed. Be strong. Be in His Word and let it feed your soul. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye.